0: Hello, everyone. This is Mark Anthony with EDGE on Regenerative Medicine Show. I'm really excited. I've been uh, following uh, Dr. Elias Goldstein for a while on Facebook, and I love his passion for health and wellness, and I do not say that loosely. Um, Today, we're going to be speaking on spinal decompression. Uh, If you would like to find uh, Dr. Goldstein, you can go to uh, a firstchoicehealthcare.com, a firstchoicehealthcare.com. And of course, he's in beautiful Davie, Florida. I wish I was there right now or else i going to be wearing a sweater. I'm in Vancouver, Washington. So uh, with that being said, um, he's been in practice for over 43 years. The testimonial of Dr. Goldstein is unbelievable. Um, when you hear his passion of why and why and why he's doing what he's doing, you will see why you want to come see his clinic? Not just for spinal decompression. Sorry to go on. I I love this. Not just because we're going to be talking in spinal decompression, but he's also going to talk a little bit about what his office provides. So again, thank you so much, Dr. Colstein for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and
1: by I have a record one hundred degree day today. So if you want to take that sweater and by the pool, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> oh go. man, just don't hey, just make sure I got a good cold drink. But with that being said, you know, we hear a lot about spinal decompression. We, we I, I feel like there's a misnomer, you know, that people just think that you jump on a machine and it just kind of stretches you in and out. And then, you know, you get a little pat in the back and maybe a $5 Starbucks card. Um, so, you know, let us kind of talk to us about spinal decompression. And, but before we do that, if you wouldn't mind letting us know just a little bit about your, uh, your entire office about what it provides.
1: Sure. Um, you know, just briefly, been in practice for 43 some odd years. I just look good, by the way. <laughs> and we're in Davie, Florida. It's a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. Great little place. Um, we have obviously the chiropractors. We have medical doctors, primary care physicians, pain management physicians for those people that, you um, choose to go the allopathic medical type route. Um, There are some that still don't want to go through natural. We have all of that also. Um, We've got massage therapists, acupuncturists. Uh, We offer all of that. So we've been doing that for so many years. We've offered the medical portion. We've offered the chiropractic portion, both natural, both allopathic. Allopathic means the medical or MD for those who are not familiar with that particular word. Um, and we've got a large facility. We used to have a bunch of facilities, got rid of them getting too old to handle all that. I also have offices in Michigan, which are pain management, uh, type offices that just do pain management. But for the purposes of today, we're going to talk about, I guess, decompression therapy of the spine. So decompression is of the spine itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So people come in with physical type problems. They come in complaining of The neck, they come in complaining of the mid-back, complaining of the lower back. Um, These are areas that can uh, involve the spinal discs of the spine itself. So, you know, you've got vertebrae, obviously. Mm -hmm. You've got one bone piled upon another. In between each of those bones is something that you've heard of called the disc. And all that is, very simply, is a bushing, a a rubber bushing, a piece of rubber, in this particular case, cartilage, filled with fluid. And as we get older, what happens? Our skin dries up, our body dries out, the discs dry out. So, you know, people often say, well, you know, you take an x-ray of somebody to see what's going on with them, and they go, holy mackerel. How did that happen to me? How do you mean, how did that happen to me? You're 50, you're 40, you're 60, Mm -hmm. whatever. Things wear out. You use your car, you drive around. How did your tires wear out? You drove. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Your discs wear out. Things happen. It's not a mystery. This is not a mystery. As you get older, you start to complain of different aches and pains. Different joints start to hurt. Whether you're an athlete and you throw a football, your shoulder starts to hurt. If you're a runner, your knees start to hurt. Uh, if you lift weights, your back starts to hurt if you squat. All these things are just things that are wearable in mm-hmm. your body. So you take an x-ray, you see something is worn out, and that's where you're starting from with the depression. Um, every body has something called a subluxation. Subluxation means a vertebrae out of place. Uh, so in your spine, you've got the vertebrae. When, you know, e- and everybody has had a little twitch in their neck. They slept, I slept wrong. Exactly. Wrong. I used a different pillow. Um, the pillow slipped out from under me, and I didn't have the pillow. Um, or uh-huh. slept on Saturday morning, more hours than I usually sleep, and I got up stiff. All these things could be minor. You wait a couple of days, you see if it goes away. Most of the time, it's a a little misalignment of some of the vertebrae. Mm -hmm. You turn it to the left, see if a car is coming, if you drive, and you hear a little click, or you hear something grind or crunch in your neck. So if something's out of place and you go to a chiropractor, for those of you who've been to chiropractors, the chiropractor uses this tool called an adjustment. Mm -hmm. And it's just using your hands. Some people use instruments, electrical instruments, hand instruments. Whatever you do, you're trying to correct the misalignment. So you adjust the spine. And some people don't like that, you know, adjust the neck and you get a click, especially in the neck because you hear it in the, in mm-hmm. the ear. Or if your lower back hurts, you rely on your side, where you lie on a table that drops down and it makes a noise. Some people don't like the noise. But most people, especially if you're younger, they love that. In fact, if you look around, you see all these younger people now going like this way. And they're cracking their own necks. They're twisting from side to side. They crack their own back. And you say, why are you doing that? It feels great. I feel great. That's it. You do feel great. So that's what the chiropractor does. Chiropractor adjusts those misalignments. After a while, those misalignments lead to some disc problems in Mm. your first thing that it leads to is something that you might have been told by a chiropractor you might have been told by your medical primary doctor you might have been told by an orthopedist you might have been told by a neurosurgeon or neurologist you have a bulging disc and they took an x-ray they took an mri you had an mri and you got a bulging disc is that a big deal and not really Everybody walking around, usually, and not everybody, but most, the majority Mm -hmm. of people, have small bulges in their disc. And what is a bulging disc? What what the hell is a bulging disc? Let's say you're driving. You hit the curb with your tire. The tire makes a little rub on the side of the tire. And what happens? You get a little bubble on -hmm. the side of the tire. You've seen that. That's a bulge. That's a bulge in your tire. Next day, you drive your car again. You hit the curb again. You're a terrible terrible (laughs) driver. You hit the curb again. (laughs) Hit that same bulge. And now that bulge rubs out and air starts to leak out of the tire. That's a herniation. So the same thing happens to your body. The body has misalignments. The misalignments lead to these little bulging discs where they bulge out. Now, do bulges hurt? No, not necessarily. Do misalignments of the spine hurt? No, not necessarily. Do herniations hurt? Not necessarily. Wear and tear. Correct. Now, let's say they touch a nerve coming out of your spine. Does that bulge now hurt? You bet. Does that herniation now hurt? Even more. You bet. So now all of these things start to lead to problems. And that's when you go, I can't take the pain anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the doctor. Doctor takes the x-ray or you come in with an MRI and he goes, oh, you have a bulging disc or you have a hernia disc. And now you're telling him, well, I got pain in my butt or you, most people say I got pain in my hip. It's usually the, hip, it's usually the middle uh-huh. of the butt, but whatever. Or I got pain down my leg or... Got pain down my arm, mm-hmm. or I got this of my hands, I've got numbness of my feet. And most of the time, if you're a, a diabetic, you know what this is. you got diabetic neuropathy, yep. or you have neuropathies because you're older and you have uh, some nerve conditions. And neuropathy mm-hmm. simply means um, either the it just means an irritation of the nerve. When you really get down to it, it's usually a dehydration of mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. or. Demyelination. um every nerve has a coating on it and uh you know like a wire a speaker wire has a plastic coating on it well sometimes that coating wears out and then and, the, and the wire becomes exposed that's what happens to the nerve nerve gets pinched that's when you start. so now you're going to take the x-ray you've got the the mri you now Or a bulge, what are you going to do? Now, here's where decompression comes into play. You can now get on a machine that is computer operated. Years ago, we used to call it, um, well, well, many years ago, you went to the hospital, you had a back problem, you had a bad disc, they put you in a bed, they tied a a belt around you, they had, they, they a sandbag or a water bag over the edge of the bed, and it was just pulling you. Right? Did that work? Well, you felt some relief, but did it fix anything? No, it was like a temporary stretch. You could do the same thing for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with traction machines, and these machines would just pull and pull and pull. And did that work? Well, yeah, I mean, it worked for temporarily, but you know, that went to the wayside also. Then they came out with these, and a lot of people saw this the overdoor traction machine. You hooked up this metal thing that looked like a hanger in your closet, and then it had a rope on both sides. Hopefully, you didn't want to commit suicide because you. you <laughs> so, on one end, there's a, a, a bag, and you fill the bag up with some water, and it shows you 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 pounds. You fill it up with water. On the other side, you put this little harness on, you sit, Facing the door, hoping nobody opens the door and smashes you in your face, and then you sit and it pulls your neck up, and that's the traction for the neck, just like the sandbag over the edge of the bed. Now we have the and then, even before the decompression, now you had the machines that came out that hung you upside down. Oh boy. So you get they, closer.: Yeah, did they work. <laughs> then, That's where they go first. They try one of those machines where you lie down on the table, you lift your arms up, and it turns you upside down. And they feel good. They work for the back. They're they're designed for the lower back, Mm -hmm. not for the mid-back. They work. A lot of people get on them, and they go, you know, the the difference between the decompression and those anti-gravity tables is the ta- that anti-gravity table hangs you upside down. It pulls on the spine. It pulls on the disc. It also pulls on your muscles. And a lot of people go into spasm. Mm-hmm. Decompression table, on the other hand, is a table that you lie down on. You're harnessed in two harnesses, gentle straps. I don't want to say harness. It doesn't sound great. You got a little strap across the chest. You got a strap across the top of your hips The strap on the top is stationary, just to hold you onto the table slide. And then the lower strap is the strap that pulls on the top of the air. Then the machine is a computerized machine. And you set that in a number of different ways. You set it for the actual weight that you're going to pull. And then you set it for the angle that you're going to pull. And this is what makes the decompression tables so specific and and to get the results that you want Mm -hmm. you're actually aiming at the disc that you want to pull the most so let's take for example lower back you lie on the table you have and and the disc that's the the one that is the worst usually with most people 99 percent of the time it's called the l5 disc l stands for with most people low back or it stands for lumbar lumbar and low back mean the same thing your lower back Mm -hmm. five is the number of vertebrae going down your back counting from down from the head down to the toes so you've got five vertebrae in your back five is the last one and then there's a base to your spine, that base is called the sacrum or the base of your spine, it doesn't matter. And that disc sits on top of the base, the vertebrae sits on top of that. And then 80% of all of your movement, whether you bend, whether you twist, whether you squat, whether you lift, 80% of all your weight is on that L5 disc. Wow. <clears throat> so are we designed correctly? No. It would be distributed much better throughout the lumbar spine if we were designed correctly. So we've got a little design fault. That's why the L5 disc is the one that wears out the fastest and wears out the most is because it gets the most abuse. So that L5 disc wears out. And as it wears out, it becomes either misaligned, Mm -hmm. realign it, becomes arthritic. Uh, The disc starts to compress a little bit. It bulges out. Um you know, if you had a balloon in your hand and you pushed on the balloon, it would start to bulge out on all the areas. Well, when you press down on the disc, <clears because throat> the disc can't bulge out forward. There's a ligament that holds it in. and the disc can't go towards the back because there's a ligament that holds it. So it's sandwiched in front and back. So where does it go? To the side? And usually the back side, mm-hmm. where curve located, Backside, right where it bulges out. So that little disc, that little bulge, that herniation that we mentioned, that tear starts to leak out. And in the disc, there's no air like in a tire that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's gel. The gel starts to leak out, presses on the nerve. And now you get either leg pain, if it's in the lower back at L5, it could even go down to your big toe, neck, mm-hmm. if someone. Things of neck pain. The same thing goes for neck. A lot of you have been to chiropractic doctors. There's a curve. A lot of you know that there are curves in your spine. Mm-hmm. So there's front to back curves are normal. The ones that go to the side are the ones that abnormal are abnormal. Mm-hmm. So a lot of you have been told you either have a curvature of your spine. So you sit or you can the one shoulders a little higher, um, your your hip is a little higher or you've been even told that you might even have a scoliosis. That's even a big curve. That's a curve that goes to one side and then it wants to equalize itself. So it has to pass the midline and go the other way. So it stabilizes itself. So it wants you to stand straight all the time. And a lot of people come in and they have a scoliosis, Mm -hmm. but yet their head is level, their shoulders are level, their hips are level, everything's level because the spine balanced itself you're, you're right. and it compensated so well that you have the scoliosis, but you don't look as though you have. It. And as they say on Saturday night live, it's better to look good than feel good. But that's well,
0: right. <laughs> I had a question, but I got a question there. i I'm, so for me, I'm different than a lot of people. Um, I, I go, you know, once a week to get adjusted. I just like the way that it feels. Cause I sit at a desk a lot. You know, and so I get, you know, I, and I have a little curvature with scoliosis. So I, I know what I have to work on with that being said, um, I know I go at least once a week for myself, you know, some people go once a month or whatever, but I, my recommendation once a week, that's just for me though. So how would this be with spinal decompression? Do you, is this a, something that you should maybe quarterly that you recommend or, cause most people haven't, haven't done it until it's too late until they're having problems.
1: That's correct so with spinal decompression you're not going to know you need it until you have some sort of a symptom mm. so the symptom's going to either be neck pain or back pain the symptom's going to either be a radiation of pain out to the side of your back mm-hmm. or usually the, the the biggest symptom is um, you've got pain radiating to the upper back the nerve, right yeah everybody says my shoulder hurts Not usually a shoulder. It's between the shoulder and the neck. Mm -hmm. Back, which everybody says is very tight, very stiff. Hurts to turn my head. Or Mm -hmm. lower back is going to be radiating out to the sides or into the buttock area. So let's say now you came in. We took the x-ray. Let's say we ordered the MRI. Let's say we found out you had a, a minor bulge and you're starting to have back, And we're now going to decide whether we're going to start a series of decompression treatments Mm -hmm. how long will those treatments last um the the treatment lasts approximately 20 to 30 minutes per treatment Mm -hmm. and the amount of treatments you're going to have the manufacturer of one of the most popular tables called the drx 9000 Mm -hmm. one of them that's not the best there's a lot of them out there they recommend where from 18 to 36 visits. Okay. I mean, how how do you know that it's me? 18 to 36? You really don't.
0: Everyone's different.
1: Their body. Everybody's different. You put somebody on the table and I'll tell you, you put somebody on the table, one person you put on, it starts to stretch them and and you're not going to start somebody at 150 pounds Mm -hmm. because, you know, you're going to need to scrape them off the table. You're going to use a lighter weight <laughs> to get them used to it and to show them what it is. So you'll start lighter. You'll pull. And sometimes the bone is so far out of place. Sometimes that disc is so far out of place. All of a sudden, they go, whoa. And I go, what just happened? They go, my back just popped. I, I felt a pop in my back. So you stop the machine. You sit them up. You stand them up. He goes, my God, I never felt so good in my life. What did you <laughs> Wow. I'm done. That's all I need. That's not the case. But it actually pulled it in place, one treatment. And then mm. you got do go 18, 20 visits and feel tremendous. And then once you go through the regimen of the visits, your back is feeling good. You no longer have the ridiculous pain or the radiation of pain from your back, down your leg or down your arm. And you no longer have the back pain. Now maybe you're wearing a back brace during the day, if you sit a lot, if -hmm. you stand a lot, if you have to work at a warehouse where Mm -hmm. you have to lift boxes, Mm -hmm. if you do the head work, whatever it is. Now let's say we don't want this to return. So now we have you on a back brace, which is a support, which helps a lot. So Mm -hmm. some people only need a couple of treatments and they feel unbelievable. And some people need a little bit more. And it depends on the stage of the where and the age of the individual and the severity of the symptoms.
0: How, how Okay. Wouldn't you recommend people, you know, of course we would recommend people to come see you before they're in pain, but how, how could, how could <clears throat> we kind of let people know that they should at least try this? You know, if they're already seeing a chiropractor, you know, if they're already seeing a chiropractor, shouldn't they at least try spinal decompression? And what are okay. your thoughts on that? Oh
1: my God. So you're standing all day, you're walking all day, you're sitting all day, you're fighting gravity. Gravity pulls you <laughs> all the time. If we were in a weightless situation, you wouldn't need decompression, you wouldn't have a lot of wear and tear but the decompression is designed to fight gravity. Mm -hmm. The best adjustment is a decompression type of adjustment where it relieves, you you don't have to be in a lot of pain and you don't have to wait to be in a lot of pain. But you'll notice
0: the difference majorly.
1: My God, you'll get on the machine, decompress your back. You'll feel like somebody took a weight off your shoulders. You'll feel like somebody took a weight off your back. You'll mm. just feel a lot less physical stress, physical tightness of the muscles after you get off a decompression treatment.
0: Wow! Is there any? Um, well, let's talk about is it is it, is it really expensive? Is does insurance cover that, or is that uh, how does that normally work?
1: Uh, here's a touchy situation now. So mm-hmm. huh, is depression covered by insurance? Um, decompression is also called intersegmental traction. Um, they give it a different name, different couple different names. They can uh, insurance companies can also call it manual traction, oh. which they code for to build. The problem is, uh, let's take an example. Let's say you have, Aetna Insurance, a large insurance. It's a school board insurance down here. Um, Patients go, well, you know, you're telling me that decompression is not usually covered on insurance. And it's not. They call the insurance company and they say, I want this decompression treatment. Everybody's raving about it. A lot of the other teachers at the school have gone there. Right. And they're getting unbelievable results i want to go on it but i don't want to pay out of pocket right depression is it covered oh yes everything is covered on your insurance but
0: okay.
1: <laughs> okay. It's covered that's still- how <laughs> they come in and they say my insurance said that the decompression is covered I say, well, that's great then, let's get on the phone and call them together. You call the company, you get the adjuster on the phone, is decompression covered, here's the code. Yes, we're going to pay for it. I say, that's great, all right, so let's start to bill you and let's see what happens. And you get the patient to come in, and this is an actual story, that's why I'm telling you. And the patient comes in, we give them a few treatments, we bill the insurance company, and lo and behold, what happens? they come back and they say, not a covered procedure. So now I tell the patient, I said, you were on the phone with me. What did they tell us? That it was covered, correct? Yes, it was covered. They don't pay for it. So it's, I'm embarrassed to say that we pay so much for insurance. This is something that helps so much when somebody is in pain, but no, they would rather you go for some sort of a surgical procedure, some You're sort right. of procedure that's more expensive, more invasive for an injection in your back, an epidural injection into the disc with a steroid a facet block, which is a steroid injection into the joints of the bone that they'll pay a thousand dollars for. But they won't pay $50, 60 $70 for a session, a decompression session mm-hmm. to get rid of the pain and fix the problem.
0: Okay. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll never understand that. It. It's funny. You almost sounded like a commercial. You know those commercials where they'll say, yes, uh, Viagra will help you. But... And it's long lasting. And at the end, it's like, yes, but it can also your heart can explode and also your fingers. You might lose them in the case of an emergency. But other than that, it's fine. Florida, you watch TV.
1: The only two commercials you see are drug commercials and attorney commercials for car accidents. Those are the only two commercials we see on
0: TV. Yeah. And then right behind the right behind the commercial of the for the pills, you see an attorney commercial. If you've taken this pill. In the correct. last 24 months. Anyways, hey, you know, you don't need to tell people. They, they kind of get the point. Well, some people don't. But with that being said, I have a question. Um, would you say that, so with, with what I hear you saying is there's no medication required when somebody gets on this?
1: That's correct. For the most part, chiropractors, naturopaths, any type of medical treatment that you're going to get, mm-hmm. that's not- you're usually not going to take any type of medication mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the condition unless the pain is so bear- unbearable that you can't withstand laying. And this happens. You can't lie on the table. You can't get in a position to get treatment. Mm-hmm. People come in, they are either wheeled in on a wheelchair, they're a spouse or child wears wheels them in in a wheelchair they're in so much pain they waited so long they've tried everything i mean you you can't blame them they've mm-hmm. tried now it's unbearable now they come in um so these people might need something to t- edge off the pain so we can start the treatment and then get them off of whatever they're on
0: i like what with what you said now I know you probably don't know the numbers or maybe the average. How effective would you say that this, the system that you use and utilize, would you say it's 50% you've seen, 60%, 70%?
1: It's more in the 80s and 90s. Wow. We're going to get, when you go on these decompression machines, you're going to get a large percentage of improvement. You hmm. might Now, listen, there's a limitation of matter. If your disc is bone on bone and there is nothing left to that disc, and you've used yourself and you've waited so long, nothing, the, the, the machine is not going to regenerate a new disc in the area where that old disc was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are times where you're going to say, Number one, I don't even think you're a candidate for the machine. Right? I even do it when there's no space to even pull apart and there's no disc material. Or the disc area is so abused that there's so much, and I call it rust, so much arthritic changes, so many spurs, so much bone growth in the area, that it's not going to matter, it's, it's hitting the nerve with a spur, a bone, it's not going to help, so oh, wow. there, that it's not, you're not a candidate for the machine, and then there are times that it's going to help you, but it's going to be minimal, and it's just going to get you out of that edge where you can't bear it anymore, so mm-hmm. yeah, times like that, but for the most part, if you're putting somebody on that you accept the case for, mm-hmm. and it's gonna help them, they're going to get a nice percentage of relief from that problem that they're suffering and complaining of.
0: Wow, so <clears throat> one more question before we, before we go, and the question would be, what would you say the difference between chiropractic and decompression? Well,
1: decompression doesn't have to be done by a chiropractor. In my oh. area, there are dentists that have the machines in their office. There are some medical doctors that have the machines in their office. And there are some physical therapists that have them in the office. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a chiropractor that's doing the decompression. I see. Decompression is a therapeutic modality. Mm-hmm. And it's owned by the chiropractor. It's, if you go to a physical therapist, and someone referred you to a physical therapist because you're in pain and you have a herniated disc, that therapist can do just as well a job if he or she knows how to use protocol. The The medical doctor, there's nothing wrong with a medical doctor. I'm not gonna put a medical doctor down or up. There's nothing wrong with going to a medical doctor. Medical doctors, orthopedists, neurologists, chiropractors, everybody serves a purpose. Exactly, I agree. Serves a purpose. I wouldn't go to a chiropractor if I needed neurosurgery on my back. Come on, I go to a neurosurgeon if I needed an adjustment or a decompression on my exactly. back. Exactly. So everybody serves a purpose. The decompression is not owned by the chiropractors. It's not a chiropractic machine. It's another modality that a chiropractor
0: should be using. Mm.
1: For the patient.
0: Awesome. Well, and again, I just want to say thank you so much. For being here on the show. Everyone out there, I want to let you guys know out there in uh, internet land, see spinal decompression from what I've learned today. If, if I don't care if you have neck pain, back pain, arm, shoulder, leg. I don't care if your pinky toe hurts. I had to put that in there. Guys, this is something that will help you. If you've never tried spinal decompression and those of you out there that are in the, uh, the Davies, Florida area, come check out Dr. Elias Goldstein at a first choice healthcare.com, a first choice healthcare.com. I love that saying. And uh, again, thank you so much for being here with us.
1: And thanks for the having show
0: and, Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'll tell you, I know we're going to have you on here again because you said some really awesome stuff before the call that I'd, I'd like to go deeper in. Anyways, thank you all so much. And do not forget to make sure you go to uh, Dr. Elias Goldstein and check out his website, And also uh, don't forget to like his Facebook page. God bless you all and God bless you, my friend.